Welcome to day 19 of the 21 day weight loss challenge. Today we're going to talk about how sleep can actually affect the scale. Believe it or not, getting that shut eye can have a huge impact on what you're seeing in your weight loss journey. So let me pull up my notes here. And okay, so first of all, when it's really just important to understand that that poor sleep can have a huge impact on your weight management and contribute actually to weight gain. So it's more than just trying to lose weight, but you can actually have an issue with gaining weight. So what's happening here? So first of all, there's hormonal imbalances. Poor sleep can disrupt the balance of key hormones that can regulate your appetite and your hunger. Specifically, it can lead to increased levels of leptin, which is the, the hormone that signals satiety or that you're full, and increased levels of ghrelin. So think of er that you're hungry, right? Which stimulates hunger. And then the hormonal imbalance can result in increased appetite and cravings, and particularly for those high calorie, ultra processed foods. <clears throat> and then what else can happen? Well, you can reduce your metabolic rate actually. So lack of adequate sleep can affect the body's basal metabolic rate and which they call the BMR. And that's really the amount of energy that's expended while you're at a rest state. Now, sleep deprivation can lead to the BMR, meaning that the body now burns fewer calories when it rests, and that can contribute to weight gain over time. Um, increased insulin resistance. I recently did a workshop on um, insulin resistance. It's really an interesting root factor in many chronic diseases. So it's not a surprise that it happens here. So chronic sleep deprivation is linked to the development of that. And it's basically where the body doesn't respond to insulin very well. Insulin resistance can lead to higher blood sugar levels over time, which causes increased fat storage. And then especially around the abdomen, or what we call that visceral fat or ectopic fat disposition, which means that you're at higher risk of inflammation, higher risk for certain chronic diseases. <clears throat> and then, as I think we all know that, you know, emotional eating and impaired judgment can occur when you're not getting much sleep. Um, when this happens, you know, when you're tired, you feel more likely uh, to engage in emotional eating as a way to cope with stress, um, negative feelings, Additionally, lack of sleep impairs the judgment and self-control. They've actually seen in studies that people who are sleep deprived while they're trying to drive are actually the same equivalent as someone who has been drinking alcohol. So something there to be thinking about. And of course, we don't tend to be, you know, emotionally eating on a broccoli. It's more one of those, again, those ultra processed foods that we are going to be reaching for. All the more reason they shouldn't be in your environment. Try to create home as your safe space. And then you have decreased physical activity. Um, so when you don't sleep well, you're often fatigued. You don't have very good energy during the day. And it's going to be harder to go and do exercise or do the, just the basic movement that we need to remain healthy. So what can we do? Well, a few different things. Let me pull up my, my suggestions for the day. Um, really, it's about, let's talk about kind of overhauling your sleep environment. So first of all, let's look at your bedroom, wherever you're sleeping. <clears throat> you really want to think about light, noise, and comfort. So when you're implementing these changes, based on your evaluations, you want to do a few different things. Maybe you need blackout curtains. Maybe you need a sleep mask. Maybe you need to turn off all the lights or remove certain things that are emanating light. Adjusting the room temperature, you want to try and keep it um, between 66 and 68 degrees Fahrenheit. 
and make sure you're comfortable. Like you have multiple layers of the bedding. You can strip off whatever is more comfortable for you. And sometimes maybe you can do um, one of those things that release the little aroma scents. You know, nothing that you want to do incense that can be irritating, but like lavender or things like that have been shown to be helpful, saffron. <clears throat> and then maybe you have a ritual, right? So don't want to necessarily go right to bed right after you turn off your screens. And maybe you have a wind down ritual, a hot bath. You could be reading, listening to music, meditation and journaling. That's a great one. Reading, uh, not in a screen, but just a regular type book. And that can actually help get you ready for the process of sleep. So if you do that 15 to 20 minutes before you're wanting to fall asleep, that is fantastic because on average, people depends on the person, but anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes to actually fall asleep, that can be very helpful. You may want to take also some, you know, herbal teas like chamomile or something like anything that you feel will help you relax and get in ready for the state of sleep. And then writing. Remember, I'm a big fan of the reflection and thinking about what's working at night, not. Um, so a few prompts, pre and post change comparison, compare your sleep quality to before your intervention and then after. So think of yourself as a scientist and you're running some experiments on yourself. Uh, comfort and relaxation. Did you do any changes to the bedroom uh, bedding or the room temperature? Did that help your quality of sleep? Um, further enhancements, what else could you do? If you found something that was helpful, can you make it even better? And then how can you do this on a regular basis? One other thing I'd wanna highlight is if you're going through perimenopause or menopause, you do not have to have absence of a period for 12 months in order to qualify for some type of hormone um, replacement therapy. So remember perimenopause starts long before even your periods are irregular. So if you're having night sweats at night, difficulty sleeping since you've been around, you know, probably mid forties to mid fifties, that is a great thing to maybe discuss with your doctor and might be qualified for something that might be helpful during this transition. just wanted to share that with you. And I hope you guys are going to have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow on day 20 of the 21 day weight loss challenge. Have a good day.